0: Hey everybody! Welcome back to another episode of Sam and Chance. I am your host Bobby Sampson, and joined always with me is the guy who just flew in from Edmonton this morning after watching Monday Night Raw. The man with the master plan, Mr. Chance, Michael. There you are in your turquoise blue. It looks like Monday Night Raw T-shirt. That's unique. It's usually on a black or white background.
1: I did it for the Oilers colors at the bottom
0: of that Oilers symbol. oh okay. I didn't see the bottom of your shirt. Yeah, they um. Wow, so they're working with the NHL a little bit, or the arenas at least.
1: Yeah, they are trying to take tailor to the fans. Smart idea. It's a nice nice color. So,
0: No doubt, no doubt. So, hey, I'm going to start the show with this. Um, this past weekend, WWE held a house show here in Vancouver at the uh, Pacific Coliseum. I'll tell you what, man. I think they have to be watching. I think they have to understand that Vancouver deserves something bigger now.
1: You know why they don't do it? why because of the insurance on the buildings for gm for rogers arena is too high that's why they don't do the raws and the anymore
0: oh really i didn't yeah. not know that. that i've heard that, that for
1: many that, years from many different sports commentators over the airways like the local shows you know the boring local radio that we have the sports talk but they talked about wrestling for about 15 years that's why we don't get the big shows because of the insurance that's why was your show at the coliseum yeah it yeah, yeah, was at the coliseum yes i didn't put to rogers and the insurance is too high those yeah. kind of shows that's
0: the reason i i could tell you this honestly right now I, they would have sold out gm place with this oh for show. sure
1: we could do we could sell a wrestlemania at bc place no problem
0: yeah no i mean it was just absolutely I, I was taken aback to be fair i mean the last house show i went to was a very long time ago to be fair i mean i'll, I'll be honest after going to wrestlemania and raws and, and royal rumbles and things like that a house show seems kind of you know lackluster you almost it don't want to compared to that Compared to that, absolutely. But I'll tell you this, man—they've upped the game, production, everything, all of it. I mean, they tied the city into storylines to 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 really. Yeah, went, you know, they've been doing
1: that for a while. I went to a couple of house shows a few years ago at the and Arena. They were pretty good.
0: Yeah, so I so. mean, it, it's been—it was great. I mean, the show itself was really fun. Um, you know, I think I think the best part of it for me was watching little miss miss enjoy it you know that was her first house show her first wwe show as i always say wrestling's for the kids man i always say that No, it was fun it was a lot of fun there were a lot of families there there you know it was just packed bro and yeah. and the card was fun you know it was a fun card uh, bianca belair wasn't there lashley wasn't there unfortunately that's who she wanted to see she was really looking forward to that but we got roman reigns that's cool yeah, we got Roman Reigns versus AJ Styles. So um I'm guessing that might be a feud that he's gonna have after Logan Paul. Um possible, yeah, very feud. possible. Well they use house shows to to test feuds out, right? To test out yeah. matches and whatnot. And um I think we kind of saw that kind of building up now with with um <clears throat> with uh Sami Zayn fighting fighting AJ Styles there. You know, it's kind of leading up to that now. And, yeah, that's um, a good point. So, so, so the, you know, they started planting the seeds for that. But, yeah, man, I tell you what, the house show was a lot of fun. Aria, little Miss Smith, she, she had a blast. Um, you know, it, it it was just clean all the way through. And a lot of, you know, a lot of the big stars were there. Io Shirai, Dakota Kai were there. They were, they were defending against Alexa Bliss and uh, Asuka. So we got to see them. Um, Finn Balor versus uh, Rey Mysterio. Dominic was there, too.
1: Nice.
0: You know, So they had a little storyline going on where Damian Priest and uh, Rey Mysterio beat him down backstage earlier in the day, and they weren't sure if he was going to be able to make it up for the match. Um, Riddle, I can't remember who Riddle fought, but he obviously won. No, it was The Miz. I believe he fought The Miz, yeah. And um, Austin Theory was there too. And yeah, no, all in all, good card, man.
1: Yeah, they've really stepped their game up the last five seven years with the house shows. I've seen a few of them. in and, and They've been a lot better than they used to be.
0: Yeah, so, you know, so this was your first Raw?
1: This is my first Raw, yeah.
0: So tell us about it, man. What was it like for you? It's good.
1: Yeah. I didn't realize they did two matches before the show, and then mm-hmm. they do another match after the show, which is good. So it's almost a four hours when you're there with all the extra match, which is a good bang for your buck, right? The thing about makes WWE so affordable is even, you know, you can get them for $40, $50, right? where you can't go to UFC or boxing for that. You won't even get through the front doors. So it, it was good. It was a good experience. I thought it was a solid raw. The kid liked it. Crowd was into it. I got to boot Kevin Owens, finally, even though 95% of the crowd loved the guy. A um, couple okay. of guys were making fun of Sammy's. saying, you know, a couple of drunks in the crowd, you know, take off your shirt, take off your shirt. You know, Kevin Owens is pregnant. You know, guys is drunk being silly, you know. yeah.
0: yeah but it was yeah. a good
1: experience, man. If they do, they do, WWE does a great, great live show.
0: No, hundred you know, percent. It was.
1: I enjoyed it. Um,
0: so, so speaking on Kevin Owens, so he came out in Vancouver. He fought Austin Theory. Yeah, I
1: already came out in Canucks jersey there. Yeah, he
0: came out in a Canucks jersey, and uh, he he went as far as to say that Bruce Boudreaux had given it to him. That got the Bruce there. It is chance going in the crowd. Apparently, Bruce Boudreaux is a huge wrestling fan. Right? I can see
1: that they're both the French
0: Connection. There, I can see that being possible. Yeah, no, but he's a, he's a real big fan. Apparently, he really loves wrestling. Like he's he's one of the old school guys, you know, bringing it down. And, uh, you know, I think a lot of people were expecting him because here on the local airwaves and stuff, people were on the radio and the sports radio again, talking about a potential Bruce Boudreaux appearance or something. But uh, with preseason and everything, I think he's kind of tied up. He couldn't really attend. So, he, yeah, Kevin Owens came out in a Canucks jersey and he fought in the Canucks jersey. That must have been really hot, man, to be in a jersey all night fighting. Well,
1: he's used to wrestling with his shirt on, so ain't no big much difference for him. But yeah, it's a little bit warmer.
0: Yeah, yeah. So he carried on and um, yeah, so Theory, he's uh something I've heard interesting about Theory here, man. He's getting some heat backstage. I don't know exactly what it is, but that might explain why he seems to be losing a lot right now.
1: I've been saying that in the last podcast, Triple H is definitely, uh, they're definitely not coming down a few pegs since Benny's not there. Maybe he's not getting along. Maybe he's got a bad attitude. We don't know what they're like behind the scenes.
0: Well, but I can tell thing- you one
1: thing I found very interesting here. Hmm. You notice how Braun Strowman called in on the phone? Yeah, yeah. Do you notice how Braun Strowman wasn't at Raw? Do you notice how Braun Strowman won't be at SmackDown in Winnipeg, but he'll be on the Raw in Minnesota?
0: Because he can't get into the country?
1: I think he's not vaxxed. I think that's one of the reasons him. him.
0: Oh, really? He's not vaxxed? Huh? So I'm
1: not sure if I'm out bringing this up. Have you seen yourself, Braun Strowman, since this pandemic started wrestling Canada, since we put in the vaccination rules? I haven't.
0: Well, I mean, he was released before that, right? That's
1: what, No, he was released during it.
0: No, no, that's what I mean. So he was released during. So the that's Thunder what I'm Dome, saying. Right? So people
1: are saying Vinny doesn't know talent. No, I'm just guessing. It could be totally wrong. And if I'm wrong, somebody say it. I don't know. I'm assuming this. Why would Vinny Mac pay this guy all this money dollars. for him to sit at home if you can't go to Australia and you can't go to Canos? No, don't forget it. You're gone, dude. So, I mean, I when he called him on the phone, my son's like. Why isn't he here, Dad? And why isn't he going to Winnipeg? And I thought, wait a minute. He's going to Raw in Minnesota to fight Chad Gable. He's probably not vaccinated. He couldn't get in. Now, I could be wrong. Maybe he is. And it was just the way they're playing the show. But to me, it seems like why would Braun miss this Raw and SmackDown? He's hot right now. And do a cell phone phone. And I thought when he called in the phone, like, no, William. He's going to come in the back and, and, and smack Gable. No, he's on the cell phone. I see him, seeing in Minnesota. It's like weird. So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he is. Maybe he has fought in Canada, but I don't believe that he has since the pandemic started.
0: Um, I I couldn't I couldn't clarify yeah. that or, or, you know.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure either, so.
0: Yeah, I, I'm not sure, man. Not something I
1: thought I'd bring up found it interesting. So that could be one of the reasons why Vinny Camden. Mm,
0: fair enough, fair enough. We're not paying
1: you to sit on the couch. I don't
0: know. I, I guess so. I mean, it's a breach of contract or something. I don't know. But, I mean, how can you... Uh, How could they have drawn up a contract that would have said that it was breached if you don't get vaccinated or something? Well, no,
1: we could just say if you can't make a certain amount of dates, you're fired. You can't go to Australia. You can't go to this country because you don't get vaccinated. We'll see you
0: later, right? Yeah, but I think he was released before they started to go back on the road or was he released after that?
1: I'm not quite sure how it all went down, but to me, it seems like he's not vaccinated. That's one of the reasons I don't think he was in in the Winnipeg. Sorry, Winnipeg show on Friday in uh, Edmonton. It's
0: it's been about almost a year and a half, two years since he's kind of gone, right?
1: Yeah, I'm not sure exactly when he went down and stuff, but I'll look into it more. But
0: well, and even if Vince right didn't
1: fire him because of that, I don't believe Braun Strowman is vaccinated. It just seems that way because well, I don't know why he wouldn't be at these Raw or SmackDown right now.
0: Yeah, no, I'm going to. I'm looking it up right now, man. But I'm not
1: sure. I'm just speculating. I don't know. It's something that caught my attention.
0: So he was released June second, twenty twenty one.
1: So there you uh, go, right in the heart of the pandemic.
0: Right. So with the reason? Given being budget cuts. Uh did he fight at WrestleMania? No, he went this one? No. No, no, 2021 WrestleMania. Like two years ago, the first one in Tampa when they came back. That they did the two nights in Tampa.
1: I can't remember now to be honest with you. I don't know, but they don't there's no vaccine rules in Florida open.
0: Yeah, because I don't think they really started going on the road until July 2021. So he wasn't even on the road. With them because they that's right they started going back on the road and Raw started going live again in July, on July eighteenth I believe it was. Yeah, but saying, if, he, if
1: he knows he's not vaccinated in June, he wasn't planning on getting vaccinated. He wouldn't have been allowed
0: to go. No, on no, no, no. I understand. I understand that, but I mean, I don't. I I hear what you're saying and everything. I just mm-hmm, I, don't, I don't, don't know if it would be vaccine related at that point because might have played they, into it. They were still fighting out at the Thunderdome or whatnot. But I have to say though, the man was making a million dollars a year.
1: Yeah, which is a lot for Braun, I think. I mean, right.
0: So if they're talking about budget cuts, that's one you would probably cut.
1: Yeah. Another and if you guy, can't fly around because you're not vaxxed. Why, why have you?
0: Yeah, yeah. No, fair. If and don't get me wrong,
1: people. I'm not blaming Braun for not being vaxxed. I'm totally fine with what he does. I'm just saying I don't think he's vaxxed. is why you don't see him in the Canadian shows.
0: Okay. Well, and I've heard any other
1: podcast bring that up. I just came to my mind when I was there yesterday. So I don't know. No, I think, no. I
0: mean, it's it's something to think about, but I don't yeah. think, to be fair, it might play something now. But I don't think it was an issue when he was released just based on the date of it and everything. Yeah, right? you could be right. Yeah. So I think that was just strictly budget cuts. But yeah, going forward, I don't know how they're gonna play these kind of things out, right? I mean, Bobby Lashley wasn't at the house show, but I don't think he was there only for the fact that Roman was.
1: Yeah, he was at Raw though. He was on the show last. Yeah,
0: he was on, but he wasn't even on Raw this week, hey. Eh? Yeah, he wasn't is on Raw.
1: Edge left and literally two minutes later, after the cameras went off, Bobby Lashley came out to fight Awesome Theory.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, you know, so uh so tell us, man, like, you, so you were there live. So you finally got to see Eyo Sharai and, um, and and uh, some of that talent. What was it like?
1: It was a good show, man. I was, you know, it's one of the better odds that I've seen, but it's always better when you're live. You're feeling the music. You're feeling the crowd. You don't know who's coming out. You know, Omos came out. Ed surprised everybody. So and when you're so, there, you get more excited than when you're on your couch, you know?
0: So it was... Um... Was uh, MVP with him?
1: MVP was with him, yeah.
0: He was, eh? Okay, because I'm hearing reports now that MVP's done with the WWE, like his contract. No, he was
1: out there almost last night.
0: Okay, okay. Well, I mean, it might have expired after Monday. I don't know, but that's what I'm hearing. So, uh, we'll, it was we'll, a good
1: raw. Like, I mean, the crowd was into it. It wasn't quite sold out. Maybe a couple hundred seats left, but ninety-eight percent sold out. And it was a good right crowd. That's a beautiful arena. If you guys have never been to Rogers, Rogers Place in Edmonton, now I know why they say it's the nicest hockey arena in North America. That place is huge. It's beautiful. Kind of reminds me of Allegiant Stadium, the big open concept. Um, yeah, it's a beautiful arena. Nice man.
0: And uh, yeah. so, yeah, so let's get into raw a little bit here if you if you got some time, on, man. Yeah, All right. Yeah. So we open up with this uh, segment with with. Bailey and uh, her crew. What are they called again? Damage control. No. Damage Damage control. Control. So she's out with damage control and Bianca's out with Oscar and um, Alexa. Alexa. And uh, they kind of, you know, they, they do their back and forth. What was that like man life?
1: It was good, man. The car was hot for that. As soon as they came out, the whole crowd popped for uh, Bianca and her crew. One thing that noticed about Alexa kind of standing there is she looks bored with her character.
0: Oh, she's very bored. There's a lot of going, there's a lot tell. of talk going around right now. And she's also said herself that she is, you know, in the stages of re-emerging with something new. You can
1: kind of tell because she's not really going too dark, but she's kind
0: of there. She's there, but she's not there. She's present, but she isn't present, right? She yeah. she's she's got to find her character again. Does she go dark again, or does she go, you know, I don't know, you know, hey the Harley Quinn again. Or does she do something different? But I I'm I'm under the impression from what I've read and heard from her, um, that she's basically changing up her character here at some point. So I mean, I think these guys are probably gonna try to go for the tag titles one more time. If they win it, then they're probably extended a little bit longer, I guess. But if they don't win the tag titles now, um I, I can see them separating or her doing a heel turn or something and, and start getting into that character because she's kind of yeah. like that. She's a shell of herself right now.
1: She has a little Bray there, and the dark darkness kind of vibes gone. So I'm not sure which way she's going, but she definitely could see a character change coming.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Bianca, so this whole thing ends uh, ends with Bianca Belair challenging Io Shirai, Io Sky, sorry, uh, to to a match here, and uh, that's what kicks off for all. But before that, Bailey throws the stipulation in for their title match at Extreme Rules, a ladder match.
1: That'd be interesting,
0: eh? That'd be pretty fun, man. But uh, it's kind of cool how uh, you know Bailey, or, or sorry, sorry, Bailey was saying that. Yeah, you know, you've only done so well because I wasn't here, and it's not often that
1: you got handed your spot,
0: right? You got handed your spot, blah blah blah. I wasn't here, but I mean, touche, shame, man. Great, good on being I, I kind of
1: know, know that Bailey was what she's kind of implying there without saying it. You know what I mean?
0: No, I get what she's saying, but the reality of it was that Bailey was there. And got no, it, right? So that about, was yeah. funny. So you know, touche. So yeah, no, that that was a fun match. They got forty-five minutes it?
1: with that, with the promo, with the segment, and the match. They had forty-five minutes. They almost almost had the whole first hour.
0: So tell me, what happens in the commercial breaks? How does that play out?
1: They play like they play some vignettes. They play like a DX thing. They'll play John Cena's. No, 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 Six no. no. During wishes. the match.
0: During the match.
1: Oh, they they keep going, but they kind of take it back a little bit.
0: So how do you do? You guys know that they've gone to commercial or something? You know
1: they go to commercial because you won't see them on the screen.
0: Oh, it goes to the logo.
1: It goes to the raw symbol, and then you won't see him on the screen. And when the cameras go back up, you could tell.
0: Uh, okay, okay. So basically, they just keep going, slow it down a little bit. They slow it down,
1: on. stand around, kind of mock the crowd a bit.
0: Right, right, right. So let's get into match number two. So before this thing starts off, there's an interview backstage with Ray Mysterio. Guy's looking disheveled. He's playing perfectly into this role. I love the storyline and you know everything that's kind of coming with this. Um, they're building it right i think they're building at the right pace the right speed everything is beautiful this is going to be an awesome match at mania if they keep it up the way they're going right now but unfortunately tonight he's facing seth freaking rollins and um you know ray comes out you know on commentary anyways obviously you didn't have the commentary they're talking about how ray's looking you know kind of lost and, you know, not sure of himself or what's going on.
1: I was wondering why Ray was walking slow to the ring, but that makes sense why the commentator said that, because he's walking
0: slow. Yeah, yeah, he's walking slow because he's kind of all disheveled and like, you know, my son, what am I supposed to do? And, you know, it's like he said in his comments, that's not my son, that's not the boy I raised, and, you know, um, but he attacked him right away, which is very un-Ray Mysterio like. Yeah. But uh, Seth gets the victory here when Dominic comes down, and actually smiles and gives Seth a pat on the back.
1: Yeah, and they pounded it together too, yeah.
0: Considering everything those two went to went through with him in, in the uh, Thunderdome era.
1: Yeah, it was a good match, man. The crowd was really into it.
0: Right, that whole family was involved in that food feud with him. They were. Right? Oh, speaking of which, I had an idea. So this is one way I could see Ray finally saying, fuck it, I have to kick my son's ass. I think the family's going to have to get involved at some point here as this thing builds. Maybe the daughter. Right? The daughter has to come in somehow or something's going to happen where she confronts him. Again, I'm just playing fantasy booker. Yeah. And this is kind of leading up to maybe after Royal Rumble or somewhere along there. You know, things are starting to really get out of hand. This is to the point now where Dominic is hitting him with the chair. Because right now they haven't touched. Yeah, right. You he can tell he's getting
1: tempted to do it, but he's—he's he's getting quite tempted,
0: but he's stopping himself from doing it, sort of a deal, right? And um, so the way I kind of see this all playing out is kind of like, okay, Aaliyah comes down to the ring to kind of basically, you know, confront him, saying, "What are you doing? Enough's enough!" And Rhea attacks her. That could be. You could see
1: I have a yeah, have father right? and daughter versus Rhea and right? son, yeah.
0: I don't know if he'd be a play a role in it at WrestleMania, but that would prompt Ray to obviously come out as you stand, you know, as he comes to, to his daughter's aid, seeing his son standing there laughing in the corner while his sister's getting beaten down.
1: That'd be cool. That'd be oh, I like that idea. Yeah. Now, if good. there's ever a
0: reason to, to fucking beat up your kid, is if he's beating up your daughter.
1: Maybe they gotta bring Chavo Guerrero back.
0: I don't know what Chavo is up to these days, man. I don't know Ooh, where he has got to be around somewhere. Well, I know Chavo. The last I heard of Chavo, he was doing work with AEW, obviously, kind of behind the scenes oh, okay. a little bit. I don't know if he's still there or not, but before that, he was the uh, creative director or the creative consultant to the Glow Show on Netflix.
1: Oh, okay. So he's around. He's involved somehow.
0: Somewhere. I don't know if he fits into it, though, man. I mean, unless you want to start bringing Eddie into it, but I don't think you need Eddie right now. No. Right? Eddie doesn't play a role in this in any way. Like, I mean, if anything, Eddie would probably get pissed off at Dom for this. <laughs> story doing I a good s- job of mocking s- Eddie there. St- story. Oh, no. They were all, they always try to do it, man. So, yeah. So, Suspense, that match. How was the match for you live? What do you think awesome. out There's of it? There was a funny
1: chant going on behind us. You probably couldn't hear on TV. A couple of the kids were saying, We want Dominic. And all the adults like, Nobody wants Dominic. And they're going back and forth. Why the think-
0: well, you know, he's, the, gonna, he's
1: trying, man.
0: he's going to get, you know, he's doing good.
1: Yeah. This is a better role for him.
0: I think, I think with every passing week, he's growing more and more comfortable in the role. You can tell by his attire. You can tell by the way he's walking, talking, uh, his facial expressions, all of it combined. He's really, you know, he he's coming into his own, which is cool. I yeah. like it.
1: I hate to say it. Cause I, I do love Raymond's Mysterio, but if it wasn't for Ray, there's no way in hell that guy would he ever be on the main roster. Uh, They've agreed to sign probably say they give my kid a chance and I'm out. And I don't blame them for doing that. But does Dominic deserve a shot on the main roster? Probably not. He's doing good now. But I'm talking about when he first started. He wasn't very good.
0: No, but you know what? I'll say this for Dominic. He came in at the right time to come onto the main roster. There were no crowds, right? Yeah. So, I mean, in a way, yeah, he got to learn on the job. And, I mean, he's been blessed. He's got his father. He's got edge to work with, you know, and, and now he's working with, with, with probably one of the better technical wrestlers out there and you know, in, um, Finn Balor. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I hope he's dry riding with them on the road too. He's not riding with his dad or I anything. I hope,
1: I hope Reamus through is a lifelong WWE guy, because what they did for you, what Vince did you let your kid come on there when he shouldn't even be on there is, is just like David Flair, same kind of thing. Like he's better than David, but same kind of idea. It's, it's huge. So he must well, have lots of respect for WWE
0: because well, Man. I think I think there's a lot of respect for dominant or for Ray for Mysterio. As well oh, yeah, yeah no, So I mean, you know, it goes hand in hand, right? I mean, he kind of comes from that last era of guys. Yeah,
1: know? and he sells a lot of masks and the kids love him, right? My, my kid just bought a ray mask yesterday, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Tons of sure. kids had
1: those masks on. So
0: for sure, for sure. All right. So next match. Um, Kevin Owens, Johnny Gargano versus the Alpha Academy. A filler match, I guess, kind of. You know, it was okay. And, um...
1: It was better if you were live because the crowd was hot. As soon as uh, Kevin Owens and uh, Johnny came out, they were just because they're Canadian, they were they were going crazy in the crowd. Right? It looked so Johnny... better. I like got it looked better live than it did on TV. I thought.
0: Yeah. No. I mean, have you watched any of it back on television since you come home, or have you seen any? I
1: watched a little bit of it.
0: Yeah. So, do you th- was the crowd louder than the TV projected, or was yeah, it? it yeah, it was loud in there. Yeah.
1: Yeah, as soon as Kevin Owens came out, they went nuts. 95% with you. got a couple of Couple. Some people make fun of him a little bit, but crowd was hot for him overall.
0: Awesome, man. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, anything stand out in that match for you?
1: Yeah, during commercial break, Chad gave us some silly stuff to the crowd, man. <laughs> he's just what did he do? Chad is
0: hilarious, man.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's just mocking the crowd and goofing around and stuff. And yeah, I thought yeah. it wasn't a bad match. It's always better when you're live because you're in the moment. You know what I mean?
0: No, no, no. 100%. Like you can watch
1: a concert on DVD, but if you're actually at that concert, it's a lot better
0: you know. So you didn't mind not having any commentary?
1: I didn't mind it at all.
0: How about flying reigns? Was he kind of looking to understand? Was he asking a lot of questions?
1: No, not really. You know, he's liking the guys that he likes and cheering and yelling and having fun. He, so
0: he, he was hooping it up, eh? Pretty much. I yeah, loved it. Nice, nice, nice. All right. Yeah. So here I'm looking at Omas beat the shit out of two local enhancement talents. Uh, a lot of a lot of local talent music. He's huge, man. Right? You
1: see this guy in person. The holy cow. Doesn't do him. TV does not do this man just. He's a monster, dude.
0: All right. So from where you were sitting, you you're telling me you were kind of facing uh the walkway from the other side of the ring.
1: That's exactly yeah.
0: Right? Right by the timekeepers and everything, right?
1: Yeah, right behind the announcers, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Announcer behind you. I think the announcers have been on the other side.
1: No, they're in front of me. I was on the other side. I was uh, right by uh, I could see Corey Graves back. Oh, of so, his so head. you can
0: see oh so the back of his head. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you're on the hard camera side. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's that's actually really cool because all the interview segments and everything are kind of facing in that direction, anyways, right?
1: Yeah. 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 yeah that's how big good. this guy is. He's huge, dude. Wow. Eh? His speed, his hands, everything. Like when they call him a giant, he's a giant. Of course, they exaggerate his height. He's probably not seven, four, seven, five, but he's definitely over seven feet. Like these guys here beating up they're average size, dude, they look like kids compared to the guy, you
0: know? Well, what's MVP? Six, two, six, three?
1: Yeah. He's not a small guy.
0: No, and that, that dude dwarfed beside him, right?
1: Yeah. So it was Our, cool to see it come out, see a giant. Might as well get some big guys out there. I didn't mind that spot.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, hey, we have a debut coming up next. Candice LeRae. Did you know who she was? No. Okay, so she's Johnny Gargano's wife. Oh, is she? Yeah, and she's actually done really well for herself on the independents and whatnot. But she was in NXT for like three to four years. Okay. With, with Johnny and Tommaso and all those guys, right? So if you think about it, this whole family has been reunited. This whole faction that was kind of working NXT before Vince took over everything. Uh, it was Candice, Johnny, Dexter Loomis. And uh, there's that one girl who's still on NXT. She hasn't come here yet. Um, I can't remember her name. Sorry. Sure. And Austin Theory. And Theory was a part of that crew too. Oh, was he? Yeah, yeah. So that's when they were all working there together. Uh, So, yeah, she's up. She's back. She's back after having her second child. And she beat up Nikki Ash. And Nikki Ash had a lot of fun in Vancouver, too, by the way. Yeah, I heard
1: about that. Yeah.
0: So here's what went down here. So Nikki Ash came out to fight Dana Brooke for the 24-7 title. She won. And then after she won, the referee rolled her up and, and, and pinder so this lady referee became the first referee to to become the 24 7 champion and later that night she also became the first referee to um first female referee to officiate a universal title match oh wow okay yeah so it was a fun night for her man i can't remember her name i apologize but uh, i'll make a note of posting that up later um so, yeah, Nikki Ash, uh, you know, not having a great week here, seems like.
1: Yeah, good for her.
0: How was the crowd response to Candice coming out?
1: Well, <laughs> they didn't mind it, but I'll tell you one thing. I hate to say this. When that match hit, <laughs> a lot of people are going to get merchandise and going to get drinks and, and sodas and, and popcorn.
0: Well, you're going to have that one match. Unfortunately, yeah. you have that one match that kind of comes the out. Crowd,
1: the crowd, the crowd they, they gave her a good cheer.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Sammy Zayn, AJ Styles, uh, as we talked about before, he fought Roman Reigns, which is, I think, the feeler match for the next feud for Roman, which probably makes sense. AJ's been out of the picture for a little bit. It's time for yeah. him to come back. Um, what did you think of the match?
1: I thought it was good. Sammy's always entertaining. The crowd was yeah. obviously they were more for AJ Styles, even though Sammy's Canadian. I don't know how, how much a lot of people knew that he was. I'm not sure.
0: Oh, no, um, everybody knows he's Canadian. You know so? a, No, Absolutely absolutely i mean there's no way of not knowing he's canadian i mean it's, it's i was
1: surprised that they weren't cheering for him more i know he's the heel but still i was surprised we get a little more a little more love from the local not local but from you know his home country but it was a good well, match
0: you know it's kind of funny because uh aj against roman when roman came out like aj got a paw right but the place exploded for roman reigns are that good oh absolutely like he walked down and you know he, he, he faced ours on our side over the ring And uh, we were also on hard camera side, uh, our seats. And, uh, you know, he put up both belts and basically the crowd would just go, nut fuck for it. And then he'd do it to the other side, the other side, whatnot. And then um, I have a clip. I'm going to try to add this to, to one of the shows somewhere where he goes, Vancouver, acknowledge me. Crowd just goes crazy for it.
1: Cool. I like that. He's finally getting a lot more respect. He deserves it.
0: Well, here's the funny thing. Roman doesn't do house shows, so him to come to Vancouver. Now, I talked to a friend of mine who was there, and he told me it's because of lax laws on consumption.
1: I believe it.
0: Marijuana products and things like that, right? So, But to fly from Utah to go to Vancouver?
1: <laughs> and then I think also they want to give him some give Vancouver something special too. For we don't get much here, you know.
0: So no, we don't. No, but I, but for him to do that, like I'm just saying, generally, like he, yeah, he no, for he's, sure. he's yeah. not a house show guy anymore, right? You'd figure yeah. he'd show up to Raw in Edmonton over, over a house show.
1: show. Yeah,
0: that's awesome. That's, that's cool. I did that. Yeah, it was really cool. It came out of nowhere, right? I mean, it was just like, oh wow, we're gonna see Roman Reigns. Like that's insane. Like, he didn't have any of the bloodline because two of them can't get in because of their DUIs. And I guess, you know, no wise man and no solo. He was by himself.
1: Yeah. That's okay. It's kind of cool to see him by himself for once. Heyman wasn't
0: there? Heyman wasn't there? No, no. And it was a clean win. He got him good, right? I mean, it it was what it was. But it was back and forth. And you know what? AJ holds holds his own against him. Yeah, AJ's a good worker. I'll say this, man. AJ and Seth are probably those two guys that realistically... Convincingly, based on a storyline and whatnot, could beat him.
1: Could another side AJ Styles that you're saying that he's 45 years old now, so he's getting older. So this might be his last couple runs here. No, this get him- is
0: his final run. He's already said he's already signed his final contract. Okay. Uh, he signed it last sense. year. He said this is my last contract. After this, he's pretty much done. So he's I mean- still
1: great in the ring, but you could tell he's definitely from what he was. He's slowing down a little bit. But yeah, I don't blame the course. guy. All the injuries and flying around that he does, any everybody slows down with age.
0: 100%, but he still maintains that style. Oh, no, no, he's
1: still great, but it's yeah, just like yeah, you yeah, can yeah, see yeah, when yeah. he walks, he moves, he's not quite as fast.
0: No, no, absolutely not. I mean, Father Time has obviously caught up with him, and you know, you can technology can only heal you so fast, right? Exactly. So, I mean, the reality is, yeah, he's he's on the back nine of his career, you know. Yeah,
1: but you I know, mean, him with, feud with Reigns would be good, it'd be fun. He's a good, yeah, runner, so. you know.
0: So, I think you know, that I don't know, it, it, it could be a fun feud, it could be something that. Will allow them to separate the titles. Could be. Right? You know, like AJ, AJ beats him or something, and he takes the belt and he loses it to Seth or something at, at Royal Rumble. Yeah.
1: Could right? be. Because
0: I, I, I keep thinking the only way they're going to take one of the belts off of him, if not both, is that Heyman comes out like you know, after AJ wins, thinking he's won both belts, and uh ah, the contract states that you only won the, you know, WWE championship. Yeah. Right. Keep the universal one on him. And because technically his reign is based on the universal championship, not the heavyweight championship. Yeah. Right. Somebody's so Somebody's got to get
1: these belts off the eventually maybe they'll hold on till WrestleMania and somebody takes him there. I don't know.
0: Well, I mean, the only guy who would take it off of him would be The Rock. And then what do you do with The Rock?
1: No, you can't have him have both belts.
0: Right? Unless he goes to the
1: next night on Raw or something, but something.
0: But I mean, to who then, right? Like, so I mean, because they got to figure it out. I'm sure they are. But I'll be honest
1: I, with you, man. And I said this a few times on a podcast. I like The Rock. Don't get me wrong. I know he's a mega life superstar. I get it. I don't really want to see him in the ring again, to be honest, with you, because last time he fought John Cena ten years ago, he could barely move. He was gassed. Don't be wrong. He's going to bring a lot of eyeballs. He's going to talk great, but that won't be a great match.
0: You know what? I've seen matches that have been complete shit, but because the crowd was so hot and live, it was still fun. Right? So, I think that's what's going to make it make it, you know? if that happens. Yeah. But you never know. I mean, everything has to be aligned, right? I mean, everything is aligned. Technically speaking, the only person... Does WWE not test for steroids anymore? Uh, I don't think if it's a one-off guest appearance i don't see why no, they there's would. no way he could
1: pass a drug test there's no, no way
0: I, I don't think there's any drug test. that's why they're entertainment
1: sports entertainment yeah
0: right they say they I have know. a
1: strict drug policy they say well, that. i'm
0: sure they do i'm sure they do i'm sure they have a strict policy against cocaine and heroin and meth and crap no, i
1: mean against their like drug <laughs> testing like, Yeah, but there's no way they test steroids like they say bro
0: i mean if they if they had a stringent drug testing policy with all due respect Bobby Lashley would have to eat 16 to 20 meals a day to keep that size that he has.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. I mean, I know. Okay. I don't know for a fact, but I'm pretty certain I can make an edge guess when I say the guy's still on T-ball. Oh yeah, for sure. To keep his mass. You I would say I mean?
1: maybe not now, but in the air for sure, even now probably 78% of wrestlers are on something. No,
0: well, they have to be. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I,
1: like it's obviously, guys like Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens—they're not on that. But I'm talking about like Bobby Lashley and even Lesnar; those kind of guys, you
0: know. L- Lesnar, Lashley—I um, would even throw Theory into the mix. John Cena. Uh, yeah, he, he shrunk a lot though.
1: He did, but in the, the day he was on him. He's in him like. Uh, yeah,
0: had to be. Had to be. Yeah. right. But I mean, that's why they switched it to entertainment. I, I mean, okay, granted, the Wor- the World Wildlife Federation wanted to keep their—you know—they won that case, so. That opened yeah. the door for Vince to change the name to entertainment. I mean, how can you test for drugs in entertainment?
1: Exactly. It's like saying movie guys can't do movies because, you know, Robert Niro did Line of Coke or something, you know?
0: Well, that's the thing, right? Like, I mean, uh, uh, Natural Born Killers uh, starring uh, Juliet, Juliet um,
1: Woody Harrelson
0: Woody Woody Harrelson and all those guys. you was an Oliver Stone film. Uh, I highly, highly recommend it. One of the coolest films i've ever seen mickey and mallory mox knox uh robert Downey jr was in it too he was a reporter dude these guys did mushrooms and acid filming it
1: i didn't know that but i believe that, yeah, friday, I that.
0: the other the other oliver stone movie friday night lights apparently there there was coke and mushroom and acid on that set too
1: speaking of oliver stone he's quite an interesting guy everybody try to listen to him on a podcast with his, with his kennedy assassination theory you gotta listen to it
0: yeah, he did that movie, JFK. Have you ever yeah. seen
1: it? I heard him. No, I didn't see it, but I heard him on the Rogan podcast talking about it. It's a yeah. guy. No, it his... was a
0: great movie. If you ever get a chance, he's got Kevin Costner. It's it's about three and a half hours long, but I highly recommend. It? Oh, this is good in 90s now, 97, 98. Yeah, he's a few things around. Around. I won't check it out, but yeah. Kevin Costner's a great actor. So no, I like him outside of Waterworld. I thought he was he's done pretty good for himself.
1: Especially <laughs> his new show he's got
0: on his number one, Yellowstone. Yellowstone, I've not watched it. I know you've implored me to. I just haven't had the time, brother, between wrestling, boxing, and... Yeah, uh, it's hard. You know, everything else that, that I choose to watch, I have very yeah. limited oh, it's time. it's only so much time of the day,
1: right?
0: Yeah, yeah, but it is on my list. I really, really want to watch it. Um, after that match, though, it was really cool. Judgment Day comes out, trying to recruit AJ. Where do you see this going, man? This could be an interesting thing, because you, know, you could have the Judgment Day. Yeah, against, there. He fingered them, but then they beat the shit out of him, beat him down, put the chair on his chest. I think AJ's going to join him eventually. Well, here's what I'm thinking now, right? Because Finn stopped with inches before pounding his chest in with the chair. Yeah. And I don't know if you could could hear his comments, if the crowd was. I uh, couldn't hear him, no. Right. So he basically said that, like, I could have stomped you, but I'm your friend. You know, like he's been saying in the other promos, backstage. Oh yeah, yeah, you know yeah. yeah do that. How you say that, right? Yeah. Like, you know, I'm, his, I'm your friend. That's why I didn't do it, right? Friends look out for each other. Blah, blah, blah. So you, you basically could have the Judgment Day go up against the Bloodline.
1: Yeah, and before that, they've been backstage saying we could, we change history together. We can do it again. You know, we change wrestling. Whatever he said. So it's something well, that's I mean, going on if there. If
0: you think about it, they're two of the original leaders of the Bullet Club.
1: Maybe we're going to see a Finn and AJ. We won't see Reigns and AJ. Maybe we'll see Finn and AJ go out and have a big feud going
0: into Mania. It's kind of interesting how they work, though, because if you think about it, Balor was, I believe, the first leader of the Bullet Club. Correct me if I'm wrong, Whistlers, if that's the case. Balor was the first leader, and when he left for WWE, that's when AJ came in, you know, double-crossed him to take over the control. When AJ left New Japan to come to WWE, that's when Omega came in, tried to take over. Throwing Cody Rhodes too. There's so many storylines here, man. Is it Bullet Club even still a thing anymore? Sorry. Is
1: oh bowl yeah. Bullet Club even
0: still around? Oh yeah. It's around. It's around. It's still there. Jay White now is current guy, but AEW is doing so much with with them with New Japan. You'll you'll see them there for, for, for the most part. So Jay White is the guy right now, kind of running the show there. Okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah. how, how was the crowd for that match? At the end with the judgment day and everything, they're pretty hot for it. But yeah,
1: when Edge came out, the place went nuts. Biggest pop of the night,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. It went nuts, dude. Yeah, what's that? That was awesome. That's that was really cool. Uh, Damien Priest, Matt Riddle, thoughts?
1: It was all right, it was good. It wasn't one of the strongest matches of the night, but it was good. I thought it was good. What do you think of it?
0: I thought it was okay, match. I mean, I didn't realize it was the last match of the night.
1: Yeah, for so TV, guy, yeah.
0: Yeah, for TV, because I mean, I'll be honest. When I'm watching RAW, I'm also taking care of you know whatever needs to be taken care of around the house. It just it just comes on at that time. It comes on at dinner time. Yeah, right? five to eight,
1: yeah.
0: Right. So I mean, I'm watching it while I'm cooking dinner last night. So a lot of the times I'll go back and rewatch it. But yeah, I thought overall the match was really good. Uh, good back and forth. Uh, good storytelling. Another example of two friends that were really really tight back in the day. You know, came up together. In the, in the show and whatnot from, from from NXT and everything. So it's kind of two good storylines here, man, that they're kind of digging out of here. I mean, I guess after Seth Rollins, that's probably where he's going to go after.
1: I think so. Okay. And even after when Edge came out, after the show went off, even after the Bobby and Lashley dark match, Riddle and Edge, was Riddle and Edge, Riddles and Seth Rollins went at it again, chasing each other around the arena, punching each other, security and rest, breaking it up.
0: They're really building that storyline. Right? They're
1: really building it, man.
0: All right, so here is the final question I have for you regarding these shows. Um, White Rabbit.
1: They played. They played a couple that that dark. It went dark a couple times during commercial break. I don't know if you guys seen that too. No, we got it. Music. You got yeah, it too. It,
0: yeah, it was. Uh, I, I actually texted you to see if they had played it when you were there. Um, the White Rabbit song. That's a Jefferson Airplane. Yeah. So they were playing White Rabbit, and uh, everyone keeps thinking it's Bray Wyatt. Like, as soon as it happened, uh, everyone's phones went on, their flashlights or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's just kind of, it's all kind of leading to Bray. It is truly leading to Bray, but they're throwing a lot of curveballs in there. Is it almost too predictable if it's Bray? Is it almost too obvious? Well, I don't know. That's why they're throwing all these different curveballs, right? So there's a QR code, apparently, um, that you scan. And it gives you the next clue sort of a deal to where it's going. So last week in San Jose, when they had Smackdown there and they did White Rabbit, the QR code had the coordinates to Roger's place in Edmonton.
1: Oh, I didn't know they are doing
0: that. Right, saying that's where the next clues are. Oh, cool. So when they played it in Vancouver, there was no QR code, right? But basically what we got was the song pretty much in its entirety. And at the end, it just kind of went, you know how Bray had all the red yeah, like everything was red. It just everything yep. went red. Okay, for us here in Vancouver, sort of video. And and so that's why I was wondering because the QR code QR code gave new clues. But here's the funny thing: so Alistair Black's theme music, the first couple of lines, were used in this clue.
1: Oh, and he's done with AEW. Interesting. But
0: but here's the interesting thing now: so Tony Khan has now said that no one is released nobody's released. He's not releasing anyone. He's not granting releases to anybody. So I don't know if that means Alice or, uh, you know, uh, Black and, and Buddy Murphy. Malachi, and both of, black, yeah. Yeah, Malachi black and Buddy Murphy. Like, you know, he was the guy with Seth Rollins. Remember during the uh, Thunderdome, yeah. the red, the red hair guy, redhead guy. Yeah. I
1: remember that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So he ended up becoming a part of the house of black in AEW too, mm-hmm. after he got released. And uh, so he basically asked for his release too, right? Okay. So this is a problem AEW has right now. There's a lot of people who want to leave.
1: They have to sign too many people at uh, at one time, and then people get disgruntled. They don't get the spot they want.
0: Yeah, you know, and nobody wants to be. With all due respect, it's it, it gets a lot of eyes, and you know, it's, it's you got to pay your dues. I get it, but a lot of them are ending up like you know on on dark and stuff, like their YouTube show. Yeah,
1: and that's not getting right. a lot of eyeballs.
0: And that I, I think it is getting eyeballs. I mean it's still a platform. So people it is, not what they but it's not, it. what they, what but it's not like. that Yeah, exactly. You're not getting the one point two, the two point three million that you normally would if you're on dynamite or rampage.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, maybe five hundred thousand if you're on rampage. Um that's so so speaking of that what's
1: up with CM Punk and the unbox and all these guys, they coming back No way okay, so, ever anything.
0: Okay. Basically all I know is um they're all suspended, God knows for how long, what the case is, you know. But I think Tony Khan is trying to be a leader now. But it, might, but it might be a little bit too late with the current roster that he has. I mean he let, he let this, you know, he let the inmates run the show.
1: Yeah. He needs to get a couple of authority figures in there and kind of step back up and let some guys, you know, take over still book the show, be the the boss, but let some other guys put the hammer down.
0: I think this is the problem, man. If you bring in other guys, like I think you would obviously have to, but you're bringing in guys that ran WCW and stuff like that who already failed.
1: Maybe get some ex talent that he likes, you know what I mean? And, And the guys that weren't part of WCW. You know, bring in some of those guys and say, Hey, this is how it's gonna be listening to this guy, or you're gone kind of yeah. thing.
0: But I think the other problem is is if he's putting his foot down now after two years of letting everybody do what they want. It's hard. It's hard. You almost literally have to get rid of a lot of your talent because they're not gonna play that ball with you. And, and,
1: and here's another thing though that I've brought up a couple times. How can anybody take this guy seriously when he's supposed to he's the boss, he's a CEO, and he's wearing hoodies. And and t-shirts and jeans. When you see a guy like Vince and even Triple H in suits, and I'm not saying you got to wear the nice custom suits like Vince or Triple H, but you know, put on a blazer, put a on a golf shirt. shirt, yeah, like, a golf shirt even.
0: Yeah, look, look, the part. I mean, look yeah, like a yeah, store in the basement. But nothing wrong with yeah.
1: that. But not running a million
0: dollar company. No, he looks like a fanboy. And when he's sitting at these press conferences with with um, you know with the talent sitting there, like I mean, when CM Punk, if you're okay, when CM Punk is cutting down. Your executives, the guy <laughs> who started right the company, and he's sitting right there and he's cowering like a little child. I mean, what is that saying to the rest of the team in the back? We
1: can do what we want.
0: He can do whatever he wants. That means we can do whatever we want. I think, honestly, the one saving grace of that company is Chris Jericho.
1: Yeah, he's over big time. Yeah.
0: You're not even over, just even backstage. I know he plays a bigger role than he leads on. Probably. I, yeah. I know he probably you Know, diffuse a lot of this himself personally,
1: yeah,
0: because he comes from that pedigree of Vince McMahon. If Vince was sitting there beside CM Punk, oh, he
1: ripped that mic out of his hand,
0: right? For you know, for for talking like that, like you don't got the mic, ripped
1: the mic, and he'd
0: probably fight him, yeah, he'd probably throw the punch there, he would right there in front of everybody, right? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it just I I feel for AW in a little bit because I mean, you you said it, man, the anniversary Mm -hmm. is over. You know yep. the honeymoon is over. You know, where's
1: his dad? His daddy to step over there and say, "Hey, son, you need to get pull up your pants here and get get these guys in line because you know it's costing me a lot of money."
0: I think his dad's got enough problems with the Jaguars and Fulham, so.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, Jaguars are doing bad so far this
0: year, but I know so what you mean. far, well, let's see where they go, man. I mean, it's only yeah. me, what three games. Three games in, yeah, week three. Yeah, so i mean i don't know who they faced or how good the other teams were but good on them and you know good on the jackson they just beat the more. chargers
1: actually and herbert
0: oh okay are they good
1: yeah in their building
0: oh okay okay in san diego or or in in la, LA yeah okay wow johnny herbert johnny herbert justin justin herbert johnny herbert's at f f1 racer sorry is he okay i'm not <laughs> yeah, sure yeah, yeah yeah no i know that one for sure um, okay, so Raw goes off the air and you get two uh dark matches. How are they?
1: We got one after, after went out there. We got Lashley versus Theory.
0: Okay, okay. And did they uh, did anyone come out after that? Anything
1: after that? Seth and Riddle came out again and they started fighting
0: in the ring or all around
1: outside, all around, running oh, in the okay. back, referee wow, wow. security breaking them up.
0: So when the cameras went off and everything, uh, how many people left? How many people stayed?
1: People are starting to leave once the edge edge left and the camera kind of went dark. Then all of a sudden, you hear Bobby Lashley's music and everybody sat back down.
0: Oh wow! Okay. Now don't get
1: me wrong. The Lashley and Theory match—they were kind of half-assing it. To be honest, they did a couple of basic moves. It's a five-minute match. Theory is funny though because he came out of the ring and started doing push-ups on top of the announce table because Corey Graves' guys left. They started doing like push-ups on the table and stuff. It was pretty funny.
0: So- crazy, crazy. Flying range, man. Tell me, what what was his experience like? What did he, he tell loved you?
1: It. Yeah, he loved it, right? He loves the who's coming out next. He gets excited for that, you know, the microphone stuff. He enjoyed it. He's, he said his favorite ma- match was Seth versus Ray. Yeah. But Ray's one of his favorites. And then he said he also liked Damien versus Matt Riddle a lot. And then he That's loves nice. Otis. Otis is funny. Some of the backstage stuff he was doing.
0: I love Otis, man.
1: Yeah, he's so funny. I mean, oh, dude, honestly, WWE is probably the best bang for your buck for, for combat sports. I mean, where you can bring the kid. 40 dollars. You get a okay. shirt. You can enjoy the three four hour show. You know
0: I mean? If if you don't mind me How'd asking, come? based on where you were sitting, how much did you pay for your tickets?
1: I got them in December, so it was only seventy bucks each. If you were to buy them yesterday, is about one hundred five, one hundred
0: ten. Yeah, about seventy dollars for where you were. So just to give everyone an idea, he was on the hard camera side, uh, two rows, uh, two rows past the floor. That's right. Right. And do you were they. The, there were great seats in the sense that you were high, like far enough back, but close enough that no one's really obstructing your view. No one's right? in front of
1: us. Yeah. A little bit of a slope. We could see it perfectly. Put it to you this way. My brother came to the show and he bought his tickets day of, and he wanted to sit by us at $105. And he went yeah. up in the upper deck and he got in for $35. Where else can you watch a four hour show of the best rest of the world for $35? I mean, we got local yeah. shows here that charge that.
0: How yeah. Can- yeah. We, we paid, yeah. uh, we paid 30 bucks. Um, for our tickets yeah i mean wb
1: keep Big shout out to friendly.
0: uh robert mitchell for for the hookup there for the tickets thank you sir that was amazing good to see you my friend hope to talk to you soon and uh yeah all right man so here tell you what let's wrap this puppy up uh it's time to go uh we talked a lot about raw and the house show and things in between we didn't really touch on any of the news stories this week, but really nothing's kind of popping in my head. Right People now. Went on the live
1: wrestling shows. We had to get on it. Right. But I got to so, say, yeah, man, yeah. Like, I was happy. The draw was awesome. It's yeah. always better when you're live, like going to a concert. It's not the same watching on TV than being there. The music, the crowd, yeah. the adrenaline, you feed off it.
0: You no, know, 100%. I'm glad you, you know know had a happened. really good time. Uh, how was Edmonton?
1: It was good. Actually, the weather was went 21 to 23 degrees when the water slides, when the Dallas went. I seen my Oilers play the night before.
0: Oh, exhibition a
1: game game. There's all the backups yeah. and young guys, but still again, $30 to go in upper deck, but still.
0: Right on, man. And uh West Seventeen Mall, is it the hype or I haven't been there since I was 12, so I don't know what it's it's
1: the hype, especially if you're a kid. So this is his first time doing this in he's one. So he walked in there, like, you want to go to Galaxy Atlanta water park? Went to Galaxy Line on Saturday and then Monday before Raw, my brother went to the water slides. But uh, it's all the hype, man. It's a fun place for kids. You see the pirate ship. There's a skating rink in the middle of the mall. You go oh, skating wow. with your kids. So
0: Is the mall full of shops, or a lot of them closed down, or have Oh no, it's, every shop was open, man. Yeah, eh. Okay, it's so like there's a dope.
1: place called Bourbon Street. Restaurants, you know, Boston Pizza. And yeah, all these yeah. Restaurants, casino in there. Oh wow, eh. Boy, it's huge. It's a cool place for the kids. The kids love it. It's Sorry, did you life,
0: stay man. at the mall too? I kind of I, I didn't believe stay there's a at the hotel. Oh, oh, okay, okay. No. okay. I stayed uh, right
1: by Rogers Arena. The Days in like a five minute walk because I knew I was going to the Oilers game in Raw.
0: Okay, okay, okay. How did he enjoy the others down. game?
1: What's that? Did
0: he enjoy the others game?
1: He did, yeah. They won 4 0. He oh, never, fine. he wanted to see McDavid guys, but they weren't there.
0: Yeah, it's unfortunate. It but you seasoned, know what? Right? You'll probably get him here in Vancouver. But amazing, amazing
1: building, though. Beautiful. Yeah,
0: eh? awesome, man. Awesome, awesome. All right, brother man, so you've just got back into town. I really appreciate you taking the time out to kind of hit on this. Uh, guys, just to let you guys know, October 15th, All-Star Wrestling makes its return here in Vancouver. I can't say anything, but I'm going to tell you, you got to be there. Oh, right? We will be there. Yeah, we'll be there for sure, but I'm telling everyone that's in Vancouver listening to the show, I highly, highly recommend yes. you guys being there. There's going to be a ton of surprises. Uh, so, you know, I, I guess I can say this much the Bollywood boys are going to be there. Oh, sweet. Former WWE tag team champions, uh, the lackeys of Ginger Mahal. Of, I all guess the
1: indie, all the, of All the indie shows I've seen and all the guys I've seen come out, they're probably top three or four most over guys that I've seen from as far as the crowd getting a share out of them. Yeah,
0: yeah. Him and the most recently, I would say Thunders from Delunder. That, that guy has the crowd eating out of them. Yeah, the he's a great entertainer. Yeah. right so you know he's going to be there as well obviously uh jay starcy calamity kate they're all going to be there all your champions will be there uh the bollywood boys will be fighting team america what are they called again bro i forget their name
1: yeah Azeem and his partner yeah i think it's team yeah. america
0: yeah team america for the vacant all-star wrestling tag team title so make sure you guys you got to come out i'm telling you uh, I've been talking. About good that. Fa- it's a good show for the kids too. And you know what? It's family fun. It's, it's geared, geared to the family. So it's, it's yeah. kid friendly, lots of fun, you know, a great way to spend a Saturday night.
1: Yeah, um,
0: Come and check it out. I'm taking, I'll probably bring little miss miss with me just to see her reaction after seeing a WWE show, how she reacts to a local show again. And you know, yeah, I'm kind of no, curious to see fun. what, what that feels like for her. Um, She loved the WWE, but I did ask her, did she like the local stuff? She goes, she likes the local stuff because she could meet.
1: You know what, it's more intimate. Her favorite. You can can touch the ring, you can stand by the ring and stuff. Yeah,
0: yeah, so it's kind of cool from that perspective. Both have value, it was an amazing night. It's going to be an amazing night. Also guys, October 23rd at the Rio Theater, Death Rumble, a wrestling, horror, suspense type comedy film. Is going to be premiering that night, directed by a good friend of ours, Rusty Nixon, a uh, good friend of the show, Scotty Mack. He's going to be, he's one of the stars in it. So we'll fill you up on more details on that as we get close to that. Sap and Chance, I'm hoping to be there. I'll uh, we'll be, there. We'll doing we'll a be live, there. To do a live show there. You know, maybe we'll do something live that day. You know, yeah, just Rusty and Scotty are you.
1: friends and their supporters of the show. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely also guys uh with all that it's been beautiful thank you so much this is a great way to start the week so guys thank you for everything like and subscribe i forgot to say that because i was so excited at the beginning of the show um but all of it being said and done you know what it's it's wednesday tomorrow we're almost there the weekend is quickly fast upon us some of us have friday off um It's a sad holiday for some of us. I'll be in your
1: your former hometown that day.
0: Fantastic, man. Maybe we'll figure something out. We can get together. All right. My name is Bobby Sampson, and I am joined with the man with the master plan, Mr. Chance Michaels.
1: And in the words of the great ACDC, those that download, like, subscribe, and share the podcast,
0: we salute you. We do salute you. And in the words of the infamous Ed Whalen, in the meantime and in between time, that's it for Sam and Chance. Everyone, have a great rest of your week. Be safe.